Each choice we make moves us toward fear or love. On my Life and Laughter podcast, we'll talk about those choices and learn how to attract more love and connection and laughter. This is Perry Kinder. Let's get started. Hey, Life and Laughter podcast listeners. It is Perry Kinder back for another solo episode this week before Christmas, and it has been a beautiful month here in Utah. Lots of snow, lots of cold, but also some very beautiful mornings and beautiful sun sparkling on the snow. It's been pretty nice. And today is December 21st, and that means it is the winter solstice here in the northern hemisphere of the world, and it is the longest night of the year. And it's always been funny to me that in the very darkest night, in the very darkest part of the year, we celebrate light. We celebrate the return of light to the world. I think that's so beautiful. Light has always been a symbol of life, of hope, of happiness, and the chasing away of the chaos and fear of the darkness. If you think of a guiding light offering support, or a light at the end of the tunnel which offers hope, if we talk about inspiration, it's a light bulb over our heads. If we discover truth, we cast a light on something. If we dance, it's tripping the light fantastic. And creation itself, God said, let there be light. And there was light. There are rays of light. Our eyes light up. We are lights on a hill. We are beacons of light. We see inspiration in the sunrise. We feel the warmth of the light touch our face. We see light. We leave a light on for those coming home in any sense of that term. We follow our North Star as we follow our passion and our purpose here on this planet. There is so much light around us all the time. There's a story told by Mamta Seagull about the sun And a conversation that the son got into with a cave, you know, like the son in the cave talk all the time. So they were having this conversation and the son did not understand what it meant to be in darkness. The son had no idea what that meant. And the cave was trying to explain, you know, it's, well, it's dark. There's no light. And the son's going, how can there be no light? That, what does that even mean? And the cave couldn't understand what, what being full of light really meant. He couldn't grasp that concept. So they decided they were going to they were going to visit each other to check out what it meant to be in the light and what it meant to be in the dark. And so first the cave went up to the sun, don't ask me how this worked. I didn't write the story. But the cave maybe took Delta, I don't know, maybe Virgin Airlines up to the sun and was completely overwhelmed by the brightness of that shining natural light. It couldn't, it couldn't fathom what it was seeing. And the more it was around the sun, the kind of more depressed the cave became about the condition of where she lived. And she was kind of embarrassed for the sun to come and see it. But they'd made the deal. And so the sun went down to the cave again, 
This is not an actual story. I'm pretty sure because we would have all died had the sun gone into a cave. But the sun went into the cave and looked around. And the sun's like, I don't see any darkness. I don't get it. What are you talking about? And the cave saw itself through the light of the sun. And it, it too was astonished that there was no darkness because her friend, the sun, had arrived. And that's kind of where we are. We, we have this month of darkness where we celebrate light. And there seems to be darkness in the world. There's lots of stuff we could talk about, about having, you know, dark mindsets and dark family and dark experiences. But this month of darkness where we celebrate the light, the light is returning to the world after this one long night the days get a little bit longer, and yes, granted, not nearly fast enough, but they do get a little bit longer every day. And the light is reminding us that we are connected to something so much bigger than we can ever comprehend. We're like the cave. We can't even picture the vastness of the light. We don't have that kind of comprehension in our brain. It reminds us that we're connected to love. Whether you call that the Christmas spirit or a river of consciousness, of well-being and joy, you can call it Fred. I don't care what you call it. But the light reminds us that we're connected to something so much bigger than we are. And there are all kinds of celebrations this month celebrating light. There's the pagan celebration of Yule, which celebrates the winter solstice, the returning of light, the physical light to the world. People celebrate by dancing or singing. Maybe it's kind of a Nordic tradition. So maybe wearing Viking hats, maybe painting your faces blue. I don't know, plundering villages. I, I don't know what people do. And one thing that my daughter started last year, she's a big, she's a big fan of the solstice and Yule. We had a bonfire celebration. We went to her house and we, she had a bonfire going and we wrote down things on a piece of paper that we wanted to surrender for the next year. We wanted to give up, whether that was fear or the idea of lack or um, our self-worth. We wanted to feel better about ourselves. We didn't want to have that self-loathing anymore. We wrote those things down on a piece of paper and we threw it in the bonfire, symbolizing the letting go of something that's holding us back, holding us down, keeping us away from that light. And most Yule celebrations involve lots of food and singing and dancing, which I am down with all of that, all of that. We also have the celebration of Kwanzaa from December 26th through January 1st. Each night, a candle is lit to observe the seven principles of Kwanzaa. And these are beautiful. The, the first night is unity and then self-determination and then collective work and responsibility and cooperative economics and purpose and creativity and faith. And as each candle is lit to observe each of those principles, the families get together and they talk about what they do to make those things better. What do you do to bring purpose to your life, to the world? How do you create? How do you have faith? How do you create unity? How do you develop self-determination? Hanukkah is celebrated in December also. This year is December 18th through the 26th of December. And it's a tradition that goes back thousands of years to a time when there was only enough olive oil left to keep the menorah 
candles burning for a single day. But the flames continued glowing for eight nights. This miracle of light inspired a yearly eight-day festival. And, and Jewish people all over the world celebrate this event, Hanukkah. You might have heard of Christmas, which is December 25th, the day that Christians celebrate the birth of Christ, the birth of Jesus. They call him the light of the world, a literal light of the world. And the story of Christmas is full of references to light. Maybe if you're thinking of the heavenly angel choirs shining in the night, telling the shepherds where to find the baby Jesus. You picture the star shining over the town of Bethlehem and in the story, guiding the wise men to the place of Jesus' birth. All of these lights, all of these celebrations, all at this time of year when it's dark and cold and disheartening and discouraging, all of these things bring us hope, whether you're celebrating Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, Yule, all of these celebrations represent hope. Darkness is isolating. Darkness not only brings fear, but creates fear. If you go to a scary movie, half of the movie is in darkness because darkness will bring that, that level of fear right to your door. And darkness brings disconnection. If it's Hard to see around you, hard to see the other people around you. You don't feel connected. But one light, one light, whether that light is an actual light, like a candle or a flashlight or the sun or the stars, or if that light is a person's countenance. Have you ever been around a person that just lights up? Or maybe you light up when you see a specific person. Maybe that light is a kind word. Maybe it's an inspiring song. Maybe it's a painting that moves you or a dance that makes you weep with joy or a poem that changes your life. One light has power. People say that the world is so dark now, that there's so much anger and war and pain. And it's true, there is all of that. But there is also so much light. We have 8 billion people living on this planet. And each of those people are a distinct light here. Every animal, every plant, every fish, every bird, any whale, any living thing is a point of light. And imagine all these billions and billions of points of light on the planet. Zoom out like you're looking at the planet from the moon from space even further out, picturing these billions and billions of points of light living on this planet. Kindness is a light. You think of all the random acts of kindness that you see that people post on social media, whether it's a video or a story, and every single time, every time you feel connected to that kindness, that light, I would love it if we did a kindness to somebody and, and our hearts actually lit up like E.T. I think that would be so cool. We'd walk around with these glowing hearts, creating visible light on the planet through our kindness. How cool would that be? And you don't have to go looking for places to shine. You just shine wherever you are. Every place needs light. You are just lighting up your specific corner of this world.
there's a great quote by Anne Lamott. I might have used it before because it's one of my favorites about how lighthouses don't go running all over an island looking for boats to save. They just stand there shining. That's their job. Just stand and shine. Could that be your job? Just stand where you are in the glow of your own light, in the glow of your own love. And I want to acknowledge that December is a month where people can really struggle. Darkness can be disheartening. People have seasonal affective disorder, depression, cold is awful. It's very discouraging. And if you've suffered loss, the holidays, this time of year just exacerbates that grief, that disconnection from the person that we love. And I'm not saying at all to disregard that sadness, the loss, the heartache, any of that. You need to feel all of those emotions. I've had Christmases that were not celebrations. They were hard and difficult and sad and heartbreaking. I didn't have the energy to smile, let alone shine. And I'm not saying to ignore any of those emotions. I don't want you to fake sunshine. I don't want you to pretend you're feeling joy. But this is the time when you can allow the light of other people to warm you. Can you let the light from others shine on you and guide you through this darkness? Is there one light that you can find to focus on as you work through pain and grief and loss and despair? Because you are never alone. You are never in complete darkness. Whether you celebrate the light of angels, the warmth of a bonfire, the twinkling lights on a Christmas tree, the sparkling stars on a cold winter night, the candles in a menorah, or even just one candle in the window. All it takes is one light. December is a celebration of light. December is a celebration of love. December is a celebration of hope. December is a celebration of joy. No matter what festival or practice or celebration that you observe, it all fits into light, love, hope, and joy. There's a poem that I love, strangely, also about a lighthouse. Coincidence? I don't know. It's called The Lighthouse, appropriately, by Carolyn Pearson. And she writes, Do you know how many count on you to steer by this night? Do you know how dark the sea and dim the stars and strong the wind out there? And you would hide your light? You would hide your lighthouse under a bushel? Don't you dare. The world needs your light. Even when you can't feel it shining. The world needs your hope. The world needs your joy. And your love. You never know when your kindness, your brightness, your hope, your joy, all that love that radiates from your being, from your heart, from your center, will shine on someone who is feeling lost and hopeless. And you would hide that light under a bushel? Don't you dare. I challenge you 
in the next couple of weeks to find ways to celebrate light. Build a fire, build a bonfire, light a candle, turn all the lights on in the house, go for a drive and look at Christmas lights, light all the menorahs that you own, smile, shine, glow. The world needs your light. There's a saying in yoga, namaste, that we say at the end of every class. And it translates to the divine spark in me, that divine light inside of my soul, recognizes and acknowledges that same divine spark of light in you. So I will end this with namaste. Have a beautiful holiday, whatever you're celebrating. And I'll be back at the beginning of the year. Love you all. Thank you for shining. Do you want more life and laughter? Check out my blog at lnlcoaching.com and find me on Instagram and Facebook at Life and Laughter Coaching. See you again soon.